Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Good afternoon and welcome to the Winning Side broadcast. This is Brother Nathan filling in for Pastor this week. I hope you're doing well this morning. Uh, I think oftentimes we look at Monday in a negative connotation, thinking, oh, it's Monday again, and oh, I'm so worn out from the weekend, and I'm going to have the case of the Mondays today. But I hope, uh, I hope today that uh, the sun is shining, literally. I hope the sun is shining in your hearts today. And uh, Monday doesn't have to be mundane, uh, but we could rejoice and have joy and excitement for the Lord, even on Mondays. And so I hope you're doing well today. We're coming off of a great day in God's house. Yesterday we had the Andrew Johnson family visiting uh, with us, and they sang in all of the services, uh, including Sunday school, and did a great job. Now, I want to wish a happy anniversary and a happy birthday to these individuals. Yesterday, for anniversaries, it was Frankie and Wanda Marshburn, Marion and Mary Moore, and then Garrett and Taylor Morris celebrated their anniversaries. And uh, for Garrett and Taylor, it was their, their one-year anniversary. And so happy anniversary to y'all. And then uh, today, we have Brian and Robin Bohannon is their anniversary. And uh, uh, Javo and um, Caitlin Solace is uh, your anniversary as well. And so happy anniversary uh, to you two couples. And then birthdays. Yesterday, we celebrated Charles Clement's birthday, Jacob Dixon, uh, Bonnie Crook, Marion Moore, and Bridget Pear. And then today, Delaney Briggs, happy birthday to you. I hope you all have uh, had a great birthday. And today, for those celebrating birthdays and anniversaries, I hope it's a special occasion, a special uh, day today. Now, we're going to get to a song in just a moment. And I just want to give a brief introduction for what we'll uh, try to cover this week, uh, try to keep a series. And there's uh, seven items that we're going to try to condense down into five days, so we'll see if, if we can do it. Um, but if, uh, if you have your Bible handy, we're going to turn to 2 Peter today. 2 Peter, and we're looking at chapter 1. We're going to look at the fruits of the faith. Fruits of the faith. We've heard of uh, fruits of the Spirit and now we're going to look at the fruits of the faith found in 2 Peter. Here's a great song, The Great I Am Still Is, sung by West Coast Baptist College. I hope you enjoy this song. hope it's a blessing to you. And right after this song, we'll get into 2 Peter chapter 1. Israel's deliverer, divider of the sea, the conqueror of Jericho, Jehovah set them free. Some think of these as fables with no relevance today, but God's past power never passed away. The great I Hey! 
heavens and the earth are His. He's the merciful and mighty forever holy. In everything we must remember this, the great I am still is. To all the walking wounded ones who seek to make things right, for stranded souls in darkness who long to see the light. For those who tread a troubled road and feel they can't go on, there is a promise we can stand upon. The great I am still is, the heavens and the earth are His. He's the merciful and mighty, forever holy. In everything we must remember this, the great I am still can lose it all and still be blessed. Yes, the great I am still is. I'm a sinner saved by grace because for the great I am still is. And I'm not today what I once was. For the great I am still is. The great I am. The Great I Am still is. What a powerful song uh, that is. I hope it was a blessing to you today. Now we're looking at 2 Peter chapter 1. We're looking at the fruits of the faith. And so let's see where we get this in Scripture. Starting in verse number 
2. Let's, well, let's not leave out verse number 1. Here we go. Let's start with verse number 1. The Bible says, Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Verse number 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, according as His divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Aren't you glad for the promises uh, that are given to us as a child of God? that by these things, by these promises, ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Hey, as a child of God, we're on a different path. We don't, we don't have to go through the corruption that is in the world through lust, but yet we are partakers of God's divine nature. And then we get into the list here, verse number five. And beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and to virtue knowledge, and to knowledge temperance, and to temperance patience, and to patience godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness charity. Now, not including faith, where we look at these seven that are added onto our faith, we find seven. Now, that is the, the number of completion. That is the number of perfection. It took God seven days, right, to create this world. Well, six days, the seventh day, God rested. It was complete. It was perfect. And we find the number seven repeated through Scripture. But here we have seven fruits of the faith. And today, just an introduction. Uh, I want to draw your attention back to verse number five. Now, it says, And besides this, giving all diligence... Diligence is working hard at it. Uh, give, give it your all, all your effort, all your attention. Let's work on this. What is it? Add to your faith virtue and to virtue knowledge, and we add to this. Now, I'm going to talk about faith today as we're talking about fruits of the faith. In the next couple days, we'll, we'll uh, look at what we're adding uh, to our faith. I'm not talking about salvation. The, uh, faith is all we need to get saved because it's just placing our faith and trust in Jesus to save us. But if we're going to have uh, faith, we must also, as a child of God, uh, see these things follow our faith. I also left out, I, I want to I show you in verse number 8, the Bible says, For if these things be in you and abound, this list, the, these seven things that we add to our faith, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So as a child of God, as we place our faith and trust in Jesus Christ, then we add to our faith these seven things. God says that these are going to ensure that you're not going to be barren or unfruitful. As a matter of fact, we're going to grow and we're going to expand and we're going to mature as a Christian. But then there's a warning in verse number 9. It says, But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. 
Do you see the importance, the emphasis that are placed on these, uh, this list of fruits here? The Bible says, hey, if you have these, if they're evident in your life, you're not going to be barren nor unfruitful. As a matter of fact, if, if you find that you lack some of these things and, and if it's not evident in your life, you may get to the point as a Christian where you even forgot that you were saved from your sin. And then it says, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. Let's give diligence as we look at this this week, the fruits of the faith. Now what is faith? A simple term, and I've asked this question a lot to the teens, what is faith? Well, it's to believe God can, right? To believe God in everything that He's told us. As a matter of fact, faith is really uh, the simplest form of obedience. God said it, I believe it. God told me to do it through His Word, I'm going to do it. That's what faith is. Faith is to believe God and to trust God. Now, Scripture gives us a definition of faith. It's found in Hebrews chapter 11. I'll read that to you. It says in verse number 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that these things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. Another uh, definition that we, uh, from this passage, passage, we say that faith is believing without seeing. If we already see it, if it's already in front of our eyes, it doesn't require faith. Faith is just believing God, even though we haven't seen the answer to what God has told us to do yet. Now, I want to give three simple, simple points in regards to faith, and then we'll add to these, uh, th- these things to our faith here um, in the next couple of days. But faith, number one, is required for salvation. Faith is required for salvation. You cannot get saved until you've placed your faith in the one who died for you. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.8, For by grace are ye saved through what? Faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And then we find in, in Romans chapter 10 and verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart. What is that? That's believing God. Believe God died for you. He died on the cross. He rose again. That God hath raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Faith is required for salvation. If you don't believe God, if you don't believe what he did for you on the cross, you can't get saved. You can't have a home in heaven. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And so therefore... We must believe Jesus is the Son of God and believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Faith is required for salvation. Number two, faith is rooted in Christ. Faith is rooted in Christ. Uh, You might have memorized this passage of Scripture. If you haven't, I encourage you to do it. What a wonderful passage. Uh, Galatians 2.20 I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So here we have Galatians 2.20. Hey, it's not us. Now that we're saved, our life is not our own. 
Man, the life that we now live in the flesh, we live by the faith of the Son of God. It is Jesus who gives us life, and let's use that life, the life that God gave us, to glorify Him. Faith is rooted in Christ. We can't have faith unless Christ gave it to us, and unless Christ gave us the ability to accept Him as our Savior. And I'm thankful that our faith is rooted in none other but in God alone. And then number three, uh, and then we'll wrap it up for today. We'll come back tomorrow and continue. But faith is required to please God. Faith is required to please God. Hebrews 11.6 says, But without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. We find that word diligently a lot required to faith, right? And uh, we, we look at diligence meaning, hey, it, it, does, it, it takes some belief on our end, but God does all the work. We've just got to make sure that we do our part. Our part is just believing God. And let's make sure that we give diligence to that. He is the rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. Could I ask you today, are you pleasing God? Brother Nathan, how can we please God? Scripture tells us, do we have faith? Are you believing God today? Now, there's, I don't know what you're going through. I know all of us have different difficulties and different situations we go through on a daily basis. But I'm simply asking you this question. Do you have faith today? Do you believe that God can handle the circumstances and situations in your life? If you just have that simple childlike faith that the Bible talks about, the faith that is the size of a mustard seed, the Bible says that mountains can be moved. And so could I ask you today, are you pleasing God by having faith that God can take care of you. You know, we take a lot of faith uh, in, in our, or we have a lot of faith in the things in life that we see. For example, I'm sitting in a chair right now, and there is a certain amount of faith that I have in this chair that it's holding me up. And uh, praise the Lord for that. Um, I drive a car uh, to church. I, I live pretty close to church, so I probably could walk. It's probably good for me to get the exercise, but I drive a car. And uh, that car uh, takes me to and from work. It takes me to and from the grocery store, wherever we go. There's a certain amount of faith that we place in the objects in our life, the tools that we use. But have we ever thought of uh, how those things are being held together? Have we ever thought about um, this universe? The Bible says that God created this universe, and by Him all things consist. What does that mean? He holds all things together. So are we believing God today, as much as we believe that car will get us to work, as much as we believe this chair is holding me up right now, um, we, and this ceiling isn't falling in? Man, we, we have some faith to be in this building today. But could I say that without faith, it is impossible to please God. So as we start this little series that we'll have this week, could I encourage you today, man, have faith. Just believe God can. Faith is believing without seeing. So what do we do? We just take God at His word. We just take God and believe Him. He'll take care of us. Whatever situation you're going through, God will take care of it, and we just get to believe it. Hope you have a good day today. God bless you, and we'll see you back here tomorrow at the same time. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member? 
or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.